0: Good morning guys, my name is Leanne Hanson and I'm here to share a little bit of my story today on uh, overcoming and um, I think if I was to describe my life so far, I would say it's been, well a large part of it has been traumatic yet miraculously redemptive. And um, the part I want to talk about today actually started 40 years ago. When I was 19 years old, I met a man. Uh, Four weeks later, he proposed to me and put a ring on my finger. And the very minute that ring was placed on my finger, um, the abuse started. And for 23 years, I lived in a domestic violence marriage. Um, I was abused in every area. And um, I also lived under high-level Coercive control, so I was monitored constantly. Um, at the age of forty-two, I finally managed to get away, and um, I sought help eventually from the domestic violence support group, uh, local group. And, uh, this is where I started to build my self-esteem again and started to work on recovering from what I had endured for such a long time. And I finally got to a stage where I was really happy just being on my own and. Um, looking forward to just having a nice peaceful life and uh, I remember a month after my divorce came through I actually met Larry um, which was amazing and you know it really was love at first sight Uh, we were crazy about each other and um, a few months after we started dating he said to me you know will you marry me and I said yes of course but then I pulled him aside later and I said Larry are you sure you want to marry me Um, at the time I was going through a number of court cases all to do with what I've through and the trauma of, um, yeah, just, just things with the kids and marriage and, um, settlement, and settlement court cases and uh, child custody, all of that. And he said, absolutely. He said, I just want to marry you. So I said, okay, well, welcome to my world, you know. And um, I'd love to say that everything became peaceful when Larry and I got married, but it wasn't the case. And not only did the trauma come with me, um, but uh, we actually walked through some experiences that were just so incredibly painful. And for the next 10 years, of, or the first 10 years of our marriage, we went through some pretty serious um, issues uh, and just some situations that were in, yeah, just incredibly painful. And um, it took its toll on both of us. Uh, you know, you can only go through so many traumatic experiences before it starts to really have an effect and what it did to both of us was um, we both became very angry and I went to God about it and I said God where is what is this anger? where is it coming from and God spoke to me and he said it is abandonment and it's deeply rooted on both sides and I went that makes so much sense because a lot of what we walked through was a lot of rejection and that is really hard to to deal with. Um, So We started um, getting some professional help, we went to counselling, and we did a lot of work on on ourselves, and it was really good. Um, You know, a lot of the stuff wasn't just what we had walked through in the the recent years, but a lot of things went all the way back to our childhood, you know. And um, it was really good to be able to get some things off our chest finally. But the sad thing was that the trauma had had such an effect on both of us that. There was no hope for our marriage. We realised that the only way for us to move forward was to divorce. That was really tough because I'd finally met the man of my dreams and to watch that crumble was very painful. Anyway, so we parted ways and um, Larry went to stay for a while with his son in Jindabyne and I went to stay with my sister in Sydney and uh, I began to recover and make plans and um, one night one Sunday night I decided to head home because it was time to start the proceedings to prepare for divorce and on the way home um, I called into my son's church in Wollongong and it happened to be Pentecost Sunday and the pastor that was preaching that night he said, "I actually believe that God is going to do some miracles today and um, he said, if there's anyone here in the congregation that needs a miracle, I want you to, to raise your hand. And I put my hand up. And he said, um, you know, now tell God what, what it is that you need. And so I said, Right, oh God. I said, you know, you've seen what we've walked through. Our marriage is over. There is, there is nothing more I can do. It's over. I'm going home to prepare for, for divorce. And I said, but God, I've, I've walked with you my whole life. I have seen so many miracles. I know your character. I know that one touch from you can change everything. And um, I said, God, I need a miracle. And I left it at that. And um, I drove two hours home, um, not expecting Larry to be home, but um, I had I had a real peace on the way home. I thought, whatever happens now, it's in God's hands. And um, I just know that if I'm to go ahead, the rest of my life as a single woman that's okay I know God will be with me no matter what the outcome and um, I got to the front door and Larry was there and he came out and I looked at him and I thought something has changed and there was a darkness that was over him before and I looked in his eyes and I thought he's back my husband is back the man that I love is back and he had sparkle in his eyes again and life in his eyes and he looked at me and he smiled at me and he said, Leanne, I do not want a divorce. He said, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And uh, it was in that moment that the pain from years, years and years past was just washed away. It was like God just tipped a big, beautiful bucket of water over both of us and the pain was just washed away. It was incredible. And I've seen it, uh, so many miracles in my life, but I've never experienced anything like what happened that night, it was truly miraculous. And I prayed and I said, God, one touch from you can change everything. And he touched both of us at night. And immediately we started to dream again. And um, our dream was always to eventually buy a farm and retire on a farm. We just both love farm life. And um, three days later, a farm came up on the internet. Three days after that, we bought that farm. And it was exactly where we wanted to live, and the very next day we were back at church worshiping God as husband and wife. And I have to say, it was like nothing ever happened. We walked into church, and it was like it was like it was just a year ago, you know, before all the drama happened. It was incredible. That's that's what God does, you know. Um, and then we we moved into the farm, and everything was going beautiful. And then about three months after I'm moved onto the farm. I woke up one morning and um, I had these terrible uh, memories came up and up playing over and over in my mind. And I remember laying there just thinking about what I'd gone through and God spoke to me. He said, you have to tell Larry. The first time I heard it, I ignored it because, you know, that's always a good idea to ignore God. I'm like, anyway, but then I laid there for a little while and the, the memories were going around and I heard it again. He said, you have to tell Larry. And uh, there was no way that that was going to happen. So I got up and I went on with my day. And it seemed to be that every time I would quieten my thoughts, I'd hear it again. He'd say, you'd have to tell Larry. And um, eventually I'd had enough because this was something that I was going to my grave with. I I had never told anybody. I was never going to tell anybody. And um, even though I loved Larry and I trust him, it was just something I was not going to do. And uh, so I went into my bedroom, I closed the door and I had it out with God. Now, I don't know what your relationship with God is like, but um, I've had times when I've absolutely wrestled with God and it's relationship. You know, people say, what is the difference between religion and a relationship? It's like, well, it's like a marriage. It's like, we have our great moments and we have our rough moments. And this was one of those moments. And I was angry and I went into God and I said, God, We've just gotten back together. You know what we went through. You know what our life has been like. We're finally happy. I'm not going to bring any more trauma into this marriage. Larry does not need to know this stuff. It's just yuck. I'm not bringing it in. And that's it. I'm done. End of story. That's it. And um, I thought, that's it. I've told God. And um, yeah, like that worked. Uh, But anyway. I went on with my day and, and God got very quiet. I never heard anything until the next morning. And the memories were still there and he said, just tell Larry. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. He wasn't going to let it go. And so I plucked up all the courage I could find and um, I walked out to Larry who was sitting in her back room and I said, Larry, I've got some things I need to tell you. God has told me I have to tell you. And so I sat down and I just went through every story and I said, you know, this is something I've never told anyone, I've talked it out with God and I thought that was enough, but obviously it's not. And I said, I want to share with you the missing part of my story that I've never told you. And um, I told him that for the 23 years that I was with my ex-husband, not only was I abused in all sorts of different ways, but I was sexually abused for the entire time. And um, there was so much shame that came with that story and and i went through every every story with him every painful memory and um yeah but i finally got it out and um and larry just listened quietly to to every story i told him and at the end he thanked me for telling him and he just told me how much he loved me and how proud he was of me And he said, now it makes sense. He said, now I understand why you are the way you are. Now I understand why you've got such big trust issues with people. I understand why you act the way you do, you know. And when I prayed that night for God to restore my marriage, I thought it was restored. But he's shown me without a doubt that anything we keep inside that's a secret is going to affect our marriage. It's going to affect our life. It's going to affect our relationships with people. And um, and, and this year I decided um, that it was time to actually go back and face my past. And I've actually gotten some professional help with a a lady um, who is a specialist in uh, sexual abuse and domestic violence. And I've done six months work with her this year. And when I told her this story about what God told me to do, she said, that's incredible, Ian. She said, because there's now been papers written Um, about shame and deep shame. And she said, it's been proven that the best way to overcome shame is to tell your story to one person that you trust. And I said, I did not know that. I'd never read that. I never heard it from a counsellor. I said, God told me that. Isn't that incredible that he loves us so much. He died on the cross, not just to forgive us for our sins, but to set us free. And he knew that If I want to be truly free, I have to get out the stuff that I'd hidden in those dark recesses of my heart that I thought, if I tell God that's enough, but he's like, no, you have to speak it out of your mouth. You have to tell. You have to share your story with just one person. Um, And it was when I did that, that's when shame started to lose its grip on me. Uh, That was the moment that it started. I really started to recover from my past. Um, And then... um, So this year, uh, I decided it was time uh, to face my fears and I knew I had to go back to a place that I really didn't want to talk about. Uh, Just about all the domestic violence side of things. And it's not that I've lived in denial. I've never denied what happened to me. I just never wanted to talk about it. So the way that I tried to cope with life was to just put it in a box and just set it aside it's in the box and it happened and yes this is all real but now i'm just going to live my life and i tried but what i ended up with is a um a syndrome com- called complex post-traumatic stress disorder and basically my nerves are shot um, i lived through such a traumatic uh, so many traumatic experiences over such a long period that it didn't only affect my mental health so it affected me with anxiety and depression uh, it also affected me physically, so well, what it does is it affects your whole nervous system uh, and when your nerves are on high alert all the time, like you live in fight or flight mode constantly, um, it's like your brain doesn't know when to switch off and even though I know that these days I'm safe, it's like I'm always always on guard and, and it affects your body and so now I have constant pain, um, I have tension headaches, I have Flashbacks. I have night terrors. Um, uh, where's the list? Trust issues, sleeping problems. Um, I startle easily. Uh, so many, so many issues. You know, the list is quite long. Um, I don't want to live like this anymore. So I decided that if I'm going to heal from this and I was told that um, to face your fears is the way to heal from post-traumatic stress, I knew I had to go back. So at the beginning of this year, I started counselling and I, I did one lot of trauma therapy and, and the counsellor said to me at the end, she said, Leanne, you're already doing uh, what I was going to teach you to do. She said, you're already flipping the story, you know. For one, one story I remember, uh, I told her about when I was punched, you know, in the face and my, my lip was split all the way up to my nose and I had to beg to get my face stitched up and put back together. And I said to her at the end of the story, I said, but look at me, I'm still smiling, you know. And she's like, that is what trauma therapy is. You've got to find, you've got to flip the story. And I said, well, you know, how do you think is the best way for me to heal? And she said, just tell your story. And so for six months, I shared my story. I actually just, yeah, I'd I'd wake up and God would say, tell this story today. And so I'd, I'd, I'd write it out and then I'd share it on Facebook or I'd tell Larry. And it wasn't until I'd read it and hear what I actually went through that the grief really, it really was incredibly painful. I'd have to say that this has been one of my hardest years. Uh, Reliving the trauma of what I lived through was incredibly painful. But it's been one of my most redemptive years. And I've got to say that, you know, after doing that for six months solid, I actually feel more free than I've ever felt. And um, it was... It was going back to my past and telling my story that I found freedom. It was in the past that I found my dignity, my value, my self-worth and my identity. It was in the past that I reclaimed my crown as a daughter of the King. It was in my past where I found who and whose I was. And the Bible says that those whom the Son sets free shall be free indeed. You know, God has given me so many incredible keys to overcome. And even last year, I remember um, I was working with shame and and I said, God, I don't even know how I'm going to tackle this. I don't know what to do. And he said, tell me something that you love about yourself. Now, (laughs) it might be easy for you, but for a person that walks in deep shame, that's a really tough thing to find because we are usually really hard on ourselves. So I had to really dig deep and, and find something that I actually liked about myself and I, I expressed a couple of things to God and I got up in the morning and I said, Larry, I actually think that God has given me a key, another key on how to overcome shame. And I've been doing that and I, I did it for quite a while and, and every now and then when I start to go down that, that bad place, that rabbit hole of you know bad self-talk, I'm like, no, hang on a minute, I'm proud of myself that I'm an overcomer, I'm proud of myself that I'm transparent and open with people. You know, like, I've learned to change my t- my self talk, which in, in turn builds your self-esteem. Um, God is incredible, you know. Most of the things that I've learned have not come from counsellors. They haven't come from reading a book. Most of the things in my journey of how to come have come from God himself. And I'm so thankful for that, you know. He loves us so much that he doesn't want us to stay stuck. He loves us so much that he wants to see us set free. So who am I? My name is Leanne Hanson, Uh, God is my father, I am his daughter and I am very, very loved. Thank you.